Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. On today's show, we have our friends from the Old Farmers Almanac joining us. We're going to talk about um, the upcoming winter predictions from the uh, 2022 Old Farmers Almanac. Sarah Peralt joins us, senior editor. And uh, you noticed that we're calling this the season of shivers, Sarah. So that kind of gives us an indication, I guess. Yeah, it does. Um, your area of the country is one of the only ones on the map that's covered in white. <laughs> I noticed that, and you know, I've, we've done these interviews uh, each year, year after year, and uh, I don't know that I recall in recent years that we've seen, you know, from border to border in Tennessee, kind of covered in snowy and cold conditions for the winter prediction. Yeah, it's been a long time, and then if I look over, I'm in New England, where it normally would be cold and snowy, and I've got uh, cold and dry. So what's going on here? <laughs> oh, we're going to have a good old-fashioned winter, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so winter, for if we want to get into specifics, for your area, uh, it is going to be colder than normal. Nothing drastic, but just colder than you're used to. Uh, the coldest periods are going to come around about mid-December and then most of January and then again in early to mid-February. Rainfall looks like it's going to be about near normal, so that's good news. Uh, but you have several snow threats throughout January. So January looks to be the snowiest period for our area? Right. If you want to take a vacation, I suggest taking it in January. <laughs> I did notice that, you know, a, a good deal of the um, southeast, uh, especially the northern portions of the southeast, are kind of in a snowy pattern. Yeah, there's a little bit more snow than usual. It's still nothing to get too alarmed about, but areas that don't always see snow are going to see a little bit this winter. You know, last year we had uh, a pretty significant snow, the first one in uh, in several years. We had, um, you know, some ice and then about six inches or so, or so of snow here, and uh, that was, you know, kind of a, a treat, but, you know, folks got pretty sick of it after a few days. We're not used to it around here, so you're saying we could have several bouts of, of wintry precipitation. Yeah, you're going to be sick of it come February. <laughs> <laughs> well, great news. I know. You want to hang up on me now, right? <laughs> Well, you know, there are snow lovers uh, for people who have come to Middle Tennessee and uh, expecting uh, to see a lot of snow. We typically don't have that, but um, we do have some winters that way. So looks like maybe this w will be one. You also uh, talk about a season of shivers. So colder than normal. So what does that necessarily mean? You said not, not extremely cold, but colder than we're used to. Yeah, so let's say that your average temperature in January would be, I don't know, 40 degrees. So if your temperatures were 35 degrees, that's colder than normal, but that's really nothing out of the ordinary. So in areas on the map where we're saying mild, that would be a little bit more uh, drastic, but cold, nothing to worry about. Sarah Peralt joining us today from the Old Farmer's Almanac, senior editor, talking about the uh, winter weather prediction uh, from the uh, from the Almanac. Now, this has been something that uh, the Old Farmer's Almanac has done for, for many, many years. You have a long history of uh, predicting the weather. We certainly do. So we are the oldest continuously published periodical in North America. This edition is our 230th. The first one came out in 1792 when George Washington was president. Oh wow, that is that is crazy to believe it's been that uh, been that long ago. So uh, let's. I just had a question pop up about uh, December and Christmas. Everybody likes a white Christmas. Do you get that detailed? I mean, uh, could could we see a white Christmas here? Uh, it looks like for the stretch of the week of Christmas, it says it's going to have some rain and snow. So. 
depending on how much rain the snow might be gone. But you do have a chance of it. Uh, well, if if there are a few flurries flying around on Christmas, that that just makes it feel like uh, Christmas time. It really does. <laughs> Sarah, uh, the 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 history that that the old farmer's almanac has in in predicting the weather goes back a number of years, but the accuracy rate is something that's pretty spectacular. Yeah, we have a traditional accuracy rate of eighty percent. I will tell you that for last year, we were slightly below that average at seventy five percent accurate. I think people think we just say 80% and we don't tell you the truth, but no, we were a little below average, 75% for last year. But there have been years where we've been up in the 90s, so, you know, it evens out with the years that were in the 70s. Well, after the season of shivers, Sarah, kind of give us a, a preview of what we might expect this coming uh, summer, this after, after a cold winter, it looks like. Well, your spring is going to be warmer than normal, but not very much rain, so not great for, you know, all those plants that you want to put in the ground that need water so you're going to have to do additional watering uh in summer but then here comes summer <laughs> that's going to be hotter and rainier than normal so oh boy so we, we so you're just gonna go from cold to hot <laughs> we've got all the extremes it sounds like <laughs> yeah i don't know what's going on but uh, tennessee seems to be a hot spot so uh, tell us um, just in in a few words here, why the the uh, old farmers almanac has had such a great run. I mean, I, I know a, a lot of people continue to look at it for for planting and growing and just all kinds of things, really. Well, I think I really think that the almanac has this like magical combination of wit and wisdom, but we're also a reference book. Um, but we give we give you ideas that encourage you to think for yourself and maybe to grow your own things. But then also, here's some recipes. It's just a book that touches everything. Um, I mean, you can just need a calendar. If you just need a calendar, we've got one in the book that tells you what's in the sky that night and something that happened in history. So it just touches so many different subject areas that you really can't go wrong picking up this book, um, you know, every fall when it comes out. And it's only seven ninety nine every year. Oh, that's awesome. How, how long does it take to put together an edition? I mean, do, are you already working on the 2023 edition? Yes, we are. I have to say, it's really hard to keep track of what year I'm in. <laughs> it's currently 2021. I'm talking to people about the 2022, and we're working on the 2023. So, yeah, we spend um, close to eight to ten months working on each issue. Oh, wow. And not only are we talking about uh, some great articles um, this year about the art of animal tracking and uh, the, the cold truth about hail, but also you mentioned recipes. That sounds pretty interesting. Those are really popular, too, aren't they? They are. Um, so this year we always have a reader recipe contest. So we've published the winners from last year's contest, which was uh, we asked for people to send us their ingredients uh, their recipes using five or fewer ingredients. So we've got the winners. They're fantastic. But we've also got an article about how to use um, what's best in season because when you're cooking with fresh fruits and vegetables, you want to use what's in season. I mean, you can use anything any time of year, but it's going to taste best and have the most nutrition for you when it's ripe. So we've got recipes throughout the entire year for what you should be using. We have uh, joining us today Sarah Peralt. She is the senior editor with the Old Farmer's Almanac. You mentioned that uh, it's seven ninety nine. Where do we find uh, the uh, publication? You can find the Almanac anywhere books and magazines are sold. Uh, it's also always available at Amazon.com. Amazon.com, easy to find. And uh, anything else that, that maybe we didn't touch on that our listeners would find interesting in this year's uh, Old Farmer's Almanac? 
Well, if anybody likes gardening, we've got um, articles about growing dahlias or a patch of pumpkins. And did you know that the bumpier the skin, the sweeter the taste? Because I didn't know that until I started working on that article. I did not. That's it. That's pretty interesting. So you do a lot of writing uh, within the almanac as well, obviously. I do some writing, and I also do a lot of the fact-checking. So, uh, yeah, I work very closely with all of the articles. So uh, as, as we recap here, just to boil down, uh, the uh, almanac, I guess, do, do people really think of, when they think of the uh, Old Farmer's Almanac, do they think of weather prediction, or what do you think uh, it, uh, uh, people think about when they think of the almanac? I do think number one is weather, and then number two is gardening. And then number three is just fun, because the rest of the book, there's so much to it besides weather and gardening that um, it's just an enjoyable read to kind of sit back and relax with. So we're going to see a cold and snowy winter and uh, kind of a, um, a spring that is a little warmer than normal but dry, and then summer hot and dry. Hmm. Right, so plan accordingly. <laughs> I guess so, I guess so. Well, Sarah, it's been a pleasure uh, having you with us today, and uh, we always enjoy catching up and finding out what uh, what's going to happen here in the wintertime, and I guess snow lovers are in for maybe a treat this year. That's right. I mean, I might have to come see you if I'm looking for snow this winter. I guess so. I guess so. We'll see how that all works out. Sarah Peralt joining us today, Senior Editor of the Old Farmer's Almanac on Rutherford Issues. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.